Let's go. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. This is Brian here with Kathleen and Dave. And today we're covering the pilot episode of the former NBC drama Manifest in another installment of our Pitchtown TV format. So our analytics team tells us that these Pitchtown episodes bring a lot of first-time listeners to the pod, so I want to take a second to explain who we are. We are a podcast that covers mostly sci-fi and fantasy television shows. Previously, we've covered The Mandalorian, The Boys, Spartacus, The Haunting of Hill House, and pretty much everything in between. We follow ongoing shows with deep-dive week-to-week episodes, revisit old seasons of our personal favorites, but we also do random projects of whatever the hell we want, which brings us to today. Today and our Pitchtown TV coverage of Manifest. And today we have a very special guest presenting the show to us, my girlfriend Emma. What's up, Emma? Hi. Wow. First significant other on the pod. First significant <laughs> other. Wow. Breaking stuff. Do not Psych screw this up for the rest of us. I for the rest of the significant others. Yeah. <laughs> You're setting a precedent here, babe. This, yeah, oh, this yeah. could either this could end relationships this segment <laughs> or it could just only make them stronger. So we'll see by the end yeah, of this. Talk let's, about, uh, let's hope it's the latter. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Talk about ending relationships. Let's get into the show. There are some relationships <laughs> ending. Big time. That was a huge transition right there. Uh, but no, Emma, why don't why don't you take a second to explain to us why you're presenting this show? I guess a little bit of context. Me, Dave, and Kathleen have not watched Manifest ever before. We're all going in blind, and no, we're also going to do make sure we're not going to do any spoilers for those watching for the first. Of time. course, of course. But yeah, tell us about Manifest. Why are you bringing it to the podcast today? So I think Manifest is a great show for the pod it's a little bit away it's a little bit uh the hundred and sort of do you is it a little hundred i don't know if it has a little bit of i like it it's sci-fi it's time anomalies of the oa and also a little bit of lost and i've never seen lost but i know that it has some lost in it so I would say less that it has the hundred and more that it has a little bit of that CW heart to it. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, that's yep. what it was. But yeah. mixed with NBC writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's really funny how now every single show that has a plane in it is compared to Lost. Like I'm watching The Wilds, which is a plane crash show. Mm-hmm. So, of course, <laughs> you're going to compare it to Lost, the plane crash show. But it's so funny because I've compared it to Lost even when I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, Manifest is like that Lost show. <laughs> but it's hard because you shouldn't because Lost is so yeah. good. And But I love I loved Manifest. I was excited to watch. Well, Kathleen, correct me if I'm wrong, but does the Lost pilot also start off like on the plane? No, the oh, Lost pilot with, starts with Jack like opening his eyes. But do, do you get the plane crash in episode one? Yes. And okay. you do get some shots of them on the plane. Mm-hmm. That's a great pilot. I was getting a lot of like comparisons to Lost just from the beginning of this episode and the plane scene yeah. where they get the turbulence and stuff. Obviously, this plane doesn't crash, but that is what was keying me off that this and Lost are very similar. <laughs> Yeah, I would say based on the first episode, it's a mix of Lost and the OA in terms of relatable shows. Um, You know, a little bit campy, pretty fun. And then the best part is that Netflix picked it up for a fourth and final season, which has brought a ton of hype to it. Similar to the OA, it was a show that was campaigned for. I've seen that. Except that unlike the OA, it was actually picked up for a final season. And also unlike the OA, the acting is a little bit more dodgy and the writing is definitely more campy, but it's fun and super bingeable. So I think all in all, a great binge town show. You know, besides Grey's Anatomy, I haven't been watching 
any sort of like ABC, NBC shows recently. I mean, I guess I watch like a million little things, but this is supposed to be like a sci-fi NBC and that I haven't seen in a really long time, if ever. So it's really interesting to see a network cable, big ass cable network. I exactly just said that twice. (laughs) Try to attempt this. And it's funny because I I really like it. I mean, I'll be honest. Wasn't lost NBC? Correct. So there you go. Wait, mm, Fox? I think they were NBC. Oh, yeah. Then I guess I have seen exactly that. Anal- anal- <laughs> analytics team, do you want to uh, double check that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dave, pull that up. <laughs> um, But I was going to say that the reason I haven't clicked this, because this show gets hype. I mean, people like this show a lot. Yeah, it's also gotten a lot more hype since Netflix took it. Exactly. I've seen it within the last year. Of course, pandemic just like dredged up all these shows that people were like, digging for uh, any sort of like comfort and fun. Whatever, yeah, comfort in a in a fucking like plane. We got the confirmation. Time anomaly. We got the confirmation. NBC. NBC's lost. lost. Okay, so I asked my dad because he watches everything, and he's not the most like reliable person because I'm not sure he's always paying attention. Anyway, he was like, it just felt like more of the same when I was watching. He says, I really liked it, but it felt like more of the same. And then when people poison me like that, I'm like, Mm. we're really gonna get into the show if it's not gonna be like hot the whole time but then again i've heard people say that about shows i fucking love and i'm obsessed with so i decided to throw that out i'm not gonna say whether or not i'm gonna finish it until the end yeah we'll save this because we save we save that to the end but i will say that they did a really fucking good job with in the beginning you're so intrigued about their lives before and then they did a really great job setting up okay one of the kids is sick and not only is he sick but they're twins so when they get back one will be older who's going to be alive what are the like advancements in technology and medicine and everything they set it up so perfectly why is our main character like so sad what did she do what's this accent also why is she the main character why do i and why am i choosing her as the main character yeah because women are the leads. <laughs> but you're right. Just in general, like, why is she the one that's narrating? That is that is a good point. I think that's what makes us believe that she's the main character so, is because she's right. narrating. Absolutely. So by the end of the episode, though, it kind of seems like this is going to be a story more about the entire cabin. Manifest. The, all of the passengers. <laughs> she said gonna, it. Yeah. Oh, she said the thing. No. Um, it. When they all congregated on the plane at the end, I started to think like, okay, this might be the story about all of them, not just Michaela. For someone who hasn't seen the show Lost, so I can't make these comparisons, but for someone who didn't know anything about Manifest, had no idea what the show was about, had not seen the trailer or anything, I went in this just completely blind. And within the first 10 minutes, Emma was watching with me and I was just already hooked. I had, I did predict, I will say, and Emma can back me up, but they hit the turbulence. And, you know, she looks over at me. She's like, what do you think that was? And I was like, my first thought was just time travel. I don't know why that was that was what came into my head. And I thought they went back. I went I thought they went back in time. So when the 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 calls being made in the cockpit and they're like, how many people are in your manifest? I didn't I don't know planes terminology that well. So I thought that was like an old like maybe like 80s, (laughs) like an 80s, 90s thing. So I was like, oh, okay." so they went back in time and. But they did, like they landed and they like they also said, you know, we didn't have cell phone service. So I was like, oh, score one for me. Got it right. They went back in time. <laughs> but then you look out the, the window. Yeah, you look out the window <laughs> and it's like, yeah, 2018 Chevys and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, that scratches that. But what happened? And then I'm thinking, and then even before they announced it's five years later, I was like, okay, so they went forward in time. That made sense. But 
And then I also threw, had some ridiculous theory of like zombies. Yeah, yeah there was a zombie theory. You <laughs> no, gotta have a long shot. Just, no, no, no. So listen, so listen. So the show, like the, the, the term manifests me does kind of have a relation to zombies. And she had that weird quote before the family got on the plane about how, you know, this decision in our lives ruined some lives, but saved others. So I was thinking, oh, it saved their lives because they didn't touch down first mm. to a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Oh, that's where you're going. Wait, yeah, that's why I was manifest going. Manifest strike zombie though, because I don't, I don't see that connection. Like the zombie cells manifest a body, I guess is how I was thinking of that's it. That's a stretch, stretch people, <laughs> but that's why we call it a theory. <laughs> but no, so but Take it was that like, tinfoil hat off, Kathleen. You're so right. Everybody does have a long shot theory. Yeah, mostly I keep them to myself. Oh yeah, this was the Brian, first what watch. Was my long shot theory. Yeah, what was yours? Oh, not for manifest oh. specifically. For I knew it. General. I knew yeah, the yeah, gist to manifest yeah. too, so I couldn't have a long shot. Yeah, theory. I mean, I feel like if you've seen the trailer, you know that they disappeared and came back five and a half. But that's just years like later. A, similar to Malaysia Flight Three Seventy, except it hasn't come back. Yeah, but if it does, that would be crazy. Me too. If that if that Sorry. happened to them, oh my god! But when well, they said five, five years year, yeah right? when they said five years have passed i was like you know that's not it's interesting because you can i feel like there have been shows where it's like they do a similar plot but it's you know either like hundreds of years in the future or you know it's in the past so five years doesn't seem like that long of a time but me and emma while we were watching we're like listing things like what would have changed and you know the big one being politics and presidencies you go from obama to trump like that's just crazy in itself yep. and then like we get an insight into the pharmaceutical side of it where tech cancer technology because of one of the survivors of 828 like technology for cancer is just yeah. advanced a little bit farther technology in general like yeah. their yeah. iPhones would be completely obsolete right neither exactly. of them had service when they landed that was like the first flight but that could have also thing. been a sign though that just their plans were canceled oh yeah, yeah that's cell yeah. phone yeah, plans that's yeah. what it, that's oh, what it was yeah, yeah, yeah right. because they were outdated phones i think it was just because they were presumed dead oh yeah that, true and that's why like another thing as i was watching i was like you know like they talked about the house she was like oh we had to get rid of your house i'm like oh my god she doesn't have a house and i'm thinking oh my god she doesn't have a car she doesn't have She's money in her nothing. bank account they like her loved ones probably transferred that money to somewhere else like she had, you have literally nothing coming it's only five years but everyone thinks you're dead so that yep. all your stuff is gone yeah they so, bereaved you at that point yeah and that was, Emma, you brought up off the pod the comparison between what Michaela was falling back to or coming back to to reclaim her life and what Ben was able to come back to because he had the safety net of his loving wife and two children. And it's and completely, a yeah, and a home. It's a completely different circumstance than what he left, but he has a family and a support system. Michaela is greeted by an ex fiance who is dodging her calls and it's just like, and yeah, I ran who, off with the best friend. Yeah. Who is married to her best friend. But she, I, no matter how long it's been, she was already fucking upset about something she did. So it's like, even yeah. if she came back to right. her family, like she is already beat up in general, let alone right. to lose mm -hmm. your apartment and all uh, your things and your money and your car. And I everything. love a main character with baggage. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you can say, say that, that about his girls too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting because I thought there were kind of like three scenarios that we were shown from after the five-year time skip. One being Michaela's, which was obviously we know is terrible. Ben has a little bit of a safety net with, with his family actually still being there. But, you know, he did lose someone at the same time. He lost his mom at the same time. But then we get the the doctor. What's her name? Uh, Sanvi. Sanvi, yeah. I her perspective, her. she I comes back her. like a hero almost in the pharmaceutical in industry. Like she was almost the cure for cancer, essentially. I don't know 
what the bio biological term would be for her, but did she cure cancer? It seems like she has a very promising uh, medication for, for leukemia. For right. yeah, they're patients. more specified than that, but it's very promising in phase three, which means it's very close to actually being developed into an actual oh, yeah, he would medication. Know. <laughs> well, we haven't seen it yet, but from that perspective, you know, everything was better than what she had left in the past because of her work. Well, she me. she had a very promising research. She got onto the plane with like the breakthrough research. And then she got off the plane saying, yeah, we've been using that research for the past five years. Like your life's work. We ran with it. And here you go. Like yeah. You're going to have to negotiate that salary of mine yeah. because I got five years <laughs> that you owe yeah. me. Well, and we do see her struggle with the dude that kind of usurped yeah. her as the head guy in the study. So she's going to have to kind of kind of regain control of what seems to be completely her research. What a stupid Dr. Cardoso. That really, that really. What a yeah. stupid so like rule policy that like I don't know what it was. Many times if you want to talk about it a little bit, it what was, it was. So essentially, his his mindset was he disqualified Cal from the study based on a technicality, saying that every patient that could be, take place in this study could only have had leukemia for the past year or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think it was and age related. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something and like age that. related as well. But yeah. the technicality was he's five years older than he was. He's had this his diagnosis in his was in 2013. So much. I was yes. struggling. Yes. His there. diagnosis was technically 2013, meaning that he's had it for five years and that Te fucking sucks. And that's the difference between people trying to get a like he says, there's money to be to be yeah, got. So, you know what I right. mean? So and that technically, sucks. he was outside the parameters of the study based on his age, but his real reason was we're about to be bought by a major pharmaceutical and it. an aberrant patient with like completely outlier results. Because who knows what the hell happened to him in the air? Which is know? stupid. It's right. just like go back to your values, dude. Yes. Like, why did you become a doctor Absolutely. in the first right. place? But also look at the person who created the research like she was she was also on that plane yeah and she didn't age a day like you know look also and in the real world any pharmaceutical person would jump at that opportunity because that would be such a high profile yeah. case there would be news Absolutely. coverage you would be the pharmaceutical company that Everyone saved be, you the could, kid from flight eight, eight yeah, yeah eight. exactly like, that's a bunch such of, a cool yeah. story yeah. anybody would try to do that so this doesn't really make sense to me but it seems like sanvi hooked him up in the end so sweet yeah she fought <laughs> for him I didn't think that was going to happen in episode one. And I was going to be fucking mad if that didn't follow through. At least at least we got him at the end. I will say getting pumped. I will say Sanvi is bae. I think she she's is absolutely so she's, yeah, yeah, she absolutely. was so stunning. There's okay. an entire subreddit dedicated to her. <laughs> of course there is. Love that. I'm glad that she was. She's one that we've already gotten so far. I'm sure we're going to dive in, like you yeah. said, to the other characters. As yeah, well. I was going to ask. So like who? Based on the first episode, who from the plane do you think is going to be like the person. main player? You know, I loved <laughs> the captain, Captain yeah. Daly, even when they were just flying <laughs> into New York. I have 191 souls on board. All of them would like to step off soon. Yeah, Dude, my guy is just such a smooth talker. The stewardess that gets on the line and says, "Yes, he did, folks," and everybody's oh, clapping for the line. plane. I think the violinist. Yes, because that's also an OA shout out. To. I love a violinist. Mm -hmm. I love the violinist. I don't know. I honestly can't think of another single soul in my brain right now. See what you did. Cal there. there was something weird. There was something weird going on with Cal at the end of that episode too. When um. 
like the plane blows up and he wakes up in his bed. So that's so I thought that was more too. like he was a kid, so he wouldn't have the freedom to go to the yes, airport at agreed. 11 p.m. But like he felt it, too, when it happened, so whatever d- drew everybody else. Yeah. There. So do you think he had the initial calling of the plane, like that vision that they all had or, or and the like save them? Yeah. Type thing or let what was the thing? Set them free. Set them free. Which only, which, <laughs> yeah, which, similar, man. The, the comparisons there are there. So many overlaps between the two shows. And I think, especially with this show, because there are so many theories. And to be frank with you, we don't have all the answers. Like at the end of season three, yeah, One we still don't have them, which is awesome going into season four. And also knowing that like Netflix is going to do a killer job. Yeah. Mm. They're going to make the best of the 20. I wonder if, if it'll be because it's streaming now if it'll have any like liberties with like sex or cursing that's what or, that was what, you know what luke I mean? and i were talking about too yeah. is like now that the show has picked up like nudity will, will nudity yeah, probably There's and also no probably. penises only <laughs> never penises never. only game unless of it's I feel like uh, game of Thrones the might after be my only what was the sex slash life show with that, oh, with that shower that scene. Schlong, that absolute <laughs> yeah, like a... dragon on the ground. Oh, that dick. was wait, that, was that was like something penis. with like uh <laughs> the guys in the shower and yeah. like his ex yep. his girlfriend's ex boy. I don't know why I've seen that. Yeah. Scene it's on before. TikTok. It's it was big TikTok. Oh, maybe that's where I've seen it. Yeah, but he's literally rocking like a he's <laughs> a four foot <laughs> so soft. Yeah. 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 Okay. She basically went between the two guys the entire season. It was so bad. But but back to yeah, manifest. Back to manifest. <laughs> yeah, back to the the real content. I'm excited for full 60 minute episodes. The one thing. Oh, is that Ooh. they're going to 60? Well, I feel like Netflix usually does that. That's true. It could vary because they like, don't have yeah. the they don't have to accommodate for commercial breaks. One, yeah, that's one, interesting. One other aspect I want to talk about is the real. I, I want to get more into the relationship of Michaela and her lover, and well, Jared, Jared, Jared yeah, former like, lover. That's just former like a lover. such an unbelievable like. You, uh, she doesn't blame him. Obviously, like she, she can't really. I mean, you think you're dead, but like, imagine just being put in that scenario where <clears throat> okay, actually, you were just in love two days ago, and now you're not. I yeah, Brian. Brian. <laughs> yeah. <A> hypothetical. <laughs> a hypothetical. What? Well, how would you feel if you disappeared for five and a half years and then came back and Dave and I were married? I knew it. <laughs> Would you support I would us? Grudgingly say the same shit she did. Yeah, like, exactly. I couldn't blame you. You're both great. <laughs> <laughs> you were grieving. You found each other. Whatever. <laughs> and I'd hold back my tears and enjoy my life alone. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what you would do. What, like, how other? What can you do? Yeah. I certainly wouldn't pull some. I would hope Dave wouldn't pull some shit to me and be like, "Is are you acting out because of me?" Yeah, I would. And like, start mansplaining. All yeah, the we got yeah, a lot of Jared. mansplaining in this episode. Big time. Oh, he also, he also did that thing at the end where he told her like, "You still take my breath away." Dude, oh, don't. Inappropriate, inappropriate, Jared. Absolutely. Yeah, that that was totally inappropriate. What a fuck boy. But also, can you blame him though? Like, no, no this girl has thought... the most beautiful eyes I've They're ever stunning. seen in my life. They belong in a museum. <laughs> but, like, okay, Brian. Because he was he because he was genuinely in love with Michaela and he lost yeah. her. It wasn't right. like it wasn't he like they broke up. Yeah. Ma- okay, here's my thing. <laughs> I was about to say Michaela's so... been holding back her, ta- her breath right now. Here's my original thought. So before they even get on the plane, Michaela mentioned either in a narration or out loud about the accident but in my brain either i missed a word or something i didn't know that the accident had just fucking happened am i misreading that because in my head here's what here's what i got 
her mom lecturing lecturing her being like you should say yes he's such a the best he's the best blah 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 obviously he proposed and she did not say yes that's crazy mm. town yes. so i was assuming that when she got off the plane he was going to be like you didn't say yes to me like i thought there was going to be a miscommunication of like she said no or she didn't say yes so like we're broken up like i was really not expecting him to just be still head over heels so the assumption is that she just told him she needed time to think she didn't give him yeah. an answer either way. Oh, and also now that I'm remembering, didn't they go through a trial? Because she said my lawyer convinced yes. the so judge they were talking about an accident. Yeah, um, not involving Jared, but right. we know that she's a police officer. And we know obviously, she killed the person a, a next young, to her. Yeah, it, it was a girl, girl named Evie. Yeah, they named Evie. And they were in a car accident. We don't really know the details other than the fact that she was driving um, and she was declared not guilty. Got some theories. I was going to say it's either it's not going to be a partner. At first, I thought it was going to be like her partner in a car because then I didn't feel like the precinct or whatever was like judging her enough for it to be a fellow cop. Mm. So I was like, maybe it's someone else, but I have no idea who that could be. But I could be also dead. Do you, do you think the accident played a role in her saying being hesitant to marry Hell like yeah. you think that was the reason why yeah, she was hesitant absolutely. okay yeah that's why everybody kept saying like you deserve jared like you deserve to be happy that's probably right. the main thing because they also didn't back. blame her because I, mean, I wasn't was... sure of like the timeline of events because it wasn't yeah. ever said like okay that happened that happened that yeah, happened right. it was just more it's, like details yeah. were being thrown yeah i mean you learn you learn more about the accident as time goes by in the season yeah. yes but um they never talk about it again <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what so uh the, the, a precursor if if you guys do end up watching the rest of the season there are some NBC does leave some plot holes and some classic unanswered to be expected to be expected. Yeah. They don't sci-fi is not their thing other than lost. Yeah. Did anyone else cry? Because I cried. (laughs) No, No. that was just you. Okay. So at the reunion, I am like an emotional person. folks. (laughs) I think the the viewers know. Yes. And at the reunions, I was crying. And then when they were like, I knew that someone was going to be dead. They had to have done that. And then the mom was so fucking sweet in the beginning with like the prayer she was repeating and everything. And I was like, not this, not this. I was crying in the club big time at that reunion, too. It was cool seeing like when they land and they're all back with their loved ones. It's cool seeing kind of how I would say like 75 percent of the people were like happy, hugging, like love being spread. But then others, you know hands in their face as if they were told some bad news like it was kind of cool seeing that differentiation and that they stuck to it it's not all happy reunions here like some people are being told things that were life-changing for them and talk about cal and olive oh yeah true yeah Yeah. imagine being a twin and then coming back and your twin is five and a half years older than you that's just i thought the scene with the dad and oh, olive at yes. the soccer field yes. was incredible the dynamics of it's like not only have i not been here for the five years you had to pick up the pieces whatever but i wasn't there for you before because i was so focused on cal i was like oh. and when she, when he yeah, says that. that too it had me reflecting too and it's when when you see the interactions that they all have in the beginning like he really does only talk to kale almost you know he doesn't really acknowledge his daughter really at all in the in the time that we see all of them together and so when he says all that stuff it's just it's really emotional and i that was one of my favorite scenes besides all the mystery and twists and everything like that was a really well done scene great i think that one thing that this show did really well in the pilot is creating an understanding of the emotional complexity of like 
yes. what happened and how that affected everyone. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I would do if I were in any of their shoes. No, no. like I you have nothing. You have to just find a job. I, right. If I was Michaela, I don't know. I'd probably be holed up in a bed somewhere. And I'd, like, go, I'd go back move. to I'd go back to Hills Quality and Seafood and be like, yeah, do I have a job here or what? <laughs> you always have a job at Hills yeah, Quality. Exactly. But yeah, you so don't have anything fish to be slung <laughs> okay here's a question for all four of us would you rather be someone on the plane or be a loved one left behind someone on the plane i want to be too. interesting me too and I, you be interesting. I don't know I <laughs> yeah, you're not interesting as a person left behind. like my initial thought was someone left behind Just depending on who you are left behind if it's your significant other if it's a if it's a kid or your parent i'm like no way no way i would yeah, not want to be michaela I would not want to be in her situation. True. She came back to nothing. Yeah. She had jack shit. But she got a do-over, quote unquote. Per Grace, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in Grace's situation either because it seems like she's been getting busy in those five years. Yeah, yeah, there's an unnamed person that she was texting that the daughter surprisingly knew about, which is cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's been five and a half years, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. She had every right to move on. I was actually that was actually one of the comments I was thinking. I didn't mention it at the time, but that I didn't understand that texting scene. But it makes sense because I was also throughout the episode thinking, okay, Jared moved on. Why did Grace not move on? Was she really that loyal? But then now that text is kind of making sense to me that she did. She probably is seeing someone and it wasn't marriage, but it was it could have been getting to that level. Right. And it's totally fair that she was seeing someone. The fact that she hasn't told him yet, I don't know. But also in her defense, she did say in the text, I need time. You have to understand. And like, if I were to put myself in the in her shoes, I can imagine that you have very conflicting, like overwhelming feelings of just like, oh, my God, so like, hard I pick. thought my husband was dead. I thought my son was dead. And. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. And they also haven't aged a day. Not only that, but she was says she was so mad at him. Yeah. She was so angry. So it's she, I some I guess she was dealing with her grief in the way to make it easier to be just like, fuck him be, and be mad. She and said th- every single day for the last five and a half years, I'm like, damn, for yeah. taking away Cal. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not it was if anything, she should be screaming at Cal because Cal was the one like, I'll stay back, too. Yeah. It wasn't his decision. He was like, all right. Grace was my least favorite character. I thought she was okay. overly dramatic in that scene where she said every day for five and a half years, <laughs> I hated you for making Cal need you every second of his life. I'm like, well, bitch, stop being overly dramatic. Maybe the kid will like you too. <laughs> and then, okay, when they get back on the tarmac, the reunion scene, she is sprinting, streaking across that tarmac like Tyree Hill. Yeah, but like she's been cheating for the past five and well, a half not years. Cheating. Nobody else was, was sprinting. It's been 30 36 hours. It's not like fresh news. She would have had to take like a taxi to the tarmac and then gotten out. And well, sprinted. it actually it like, might have been fresh news because for all we know, they didn't call their families until they were done with the interrogation. There were like hundreds of people. She was the only one sprinting and screaming. Okay, but for ben. I feel like cheating is the wrong. <laughs> Overly. Word. I don't think I agree. she thought she was a widow. Yeah, I'll disagree on that. Like the fact, like it wasn't cheating, but I can see where your frustrations yeah. lie. Noted that you have a loose interpretation of the word cheating. <laughs> oh, see, we said we said at the beginning of this podcast that couples Dave, might stay Dave, stronger. I'm coming for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was the whole the, that the whole scene was just really well done. That reunion 
part of it. I really like that aspect of it. Can you it. tell me right now that Grace wasn't your least favorite character, Dave? I was thinking of the characters that I really didn't like, and there wasn't really one that stood out, but I would say Grace would probably... Same. After, after your, your sure. thorough argument, I'm going to have to say that Grace <laughs> is probably my least favorite character. I really liked sanvi of course because not only is she beautiful she's also like her moral compass is all smart there. as fuck yeah she's too. she's yeah, yeah she's whole package sexy yeah she's i'm all package. in for her so i will say honestly so is michaela though i think michaela is just like strikingly beautiful and also yeah. kathleen she's our age no. which means she was like no. yes <laughs> which no, means that not. she was like 25 in oh, she's already now, right now, yeah, in this moment. Yes, mm. which means that she was like 24, 25 when filming, which is crazy because she does not. She looks way older. Yeah, she does. She looks 30. Yeah. 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 Good way for older. you guys for looking good then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's already no, now. She's hot <laughs> as shit. Like if you look at her Instagram, oh, girl, <laughs> I will Sorry, be doing man. that immediately after this. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. You His can face. talk up Michaela all you want. I just said her eyes belong in a museum. That's true. And I stand did. by it. Let's dig into the sci-fi of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the voice. Some theorizing of voices and what the yeah. cloud was. And also, yeah, was. like what happens on the plane? I'm actually shocked because I was like, okay, the voices in the head either like are like no things before they happen, obviously. I thought it was going to be happening for each person, but separately. Like, I didn't realize that they were both going to be led. Ben and Michaela were both going to be led to the same spot. I was hoping that everyone was going to be solving their own little crimes. But yeah. so so Ben said something that I think is noteworthy. Um, he said, I heard it after I drove by here this afternoon or jogged by here or whatever it was. So oh, okay. we know that he had gone by and so sure. had Michaela. So I... I'm under the assumption, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, but I'm under the assumption that it's because they they went there. Geographically. Right. Yeah. Like they were nearby. And so the calling happened. Same with the bus scene. Like if she hadn't been very close, maybe it wouldn't have happened or she wouldn't have gotten the calling. Mm-hmm. My theory stems solely off of the OA, basically. Like how I picture this is whatever the turbulence was that they experienced in the plane was a portal of some sort. And you know, there was some interdimensional travel of some sort, whatever, pin that they land and like they hear those voices. And what I'm thinking, this is totally a long shot. Like again, theorizing, don't give me shit, but what they're hearing is essentially like they're themselves from the timeline that if they didn't jump, the plane lands and they live their life. But these are all events like the set them free the uh stop the bus stuff like that is stuff that her non i don't know how to describe it but basically she like she had experienced that in that lifetime and then she is somehow able to transmit that to herself now and just be like look at like if you get on this bus there's gonna be a kid there and interesting you're gonna... so that's i literally it was only because of the oa and how fresh that was that i'm just like thinking interdimensional like kind of talking to her talking to their past selves to kind of correct some wrongs that they were doing in that life that they would already lived, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. That. So interestingly enough, I did a, a pretty deep dive into Reddit today, um, mm-hmm. just trying to see like the theories and people who, you know, have started over recently because since it's been picked up by Netflix, a lot of people are just starting to watch it. And one, someone also said interdimensional inter dimensional. Yeah. yeah. That's inter- good. Inter- travel. Travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh, interesting. Um, 
that's, you know, we don't have all the answers even now. So, mm. but that's what I liked about the OA. And yeah. that's what I really like about manifest is that mystery. Like they give you something crazy that happens, you know, and it's not explained, but let's explain it along the way. That's what I really enjoyed about the OA and what I'm enjoying here. Just, just since we're kind of talking theories about the sci-fi element, I, I kind of relate it to the mom directly and I kind of convinced myself out of it because she died somewhere in the five years, not exactly out of it, but she started hearing this voice after her mother died. Uh, Michaela, this is. And when she hugs Grace, the first voice that we hear, it says all things. And her right. mom's yes. her mom's whole thing Motto. was all things work together for good. Mm-hmm. Which is a Bible verse. Yeah. Which is a Bible verse. 828. Oh, my God. I was blown away when we saw the Bible <laughs> verse. We saw we saw the fence 828. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, my Dave, God. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Continue. Sorry. I don't know if there's like an afterlife element Mm -hmm. to it. Like your loved ones can kind of influence what you do for good. And she, at the end of the episode, Michaela refers to it as whatever force brought us together, had no intention of being found out or discovered or whatever, but it seems like whatever this force is, it's a positive force and it wants to influence positive change. And if what I think is going to happen does, we're going to branch out and kind of see all of these characters fleshed out and do their own little thing, like all hundred some passengers from the manifest. 141 souls. 141 souls. There you go. No, 191. Even before you described it as (laughs) you said, the show kind of has elements of this is us. That show. Heartwarming, like human stories. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I could see that happening. When Dave was talking, I was just thinking about similar to his theory. This is not going to be it. It doesn't really make any fucking sense, but I like it anyway. It's like if they had landed, a certain sequence of events would have happened. But since they were not there for five years, it's almost like the chain of events. They're they're able to know because that's like the chain of events that would have happened if they never were. I'm on. Yeah. If they had landed correctly and at the right time in 2013, it doesn't make any sense. But I just wanted to say it out loud. Do you guys as the newbies, do you guys think there's any chance of like if there is we're talking about this, this force that's driving these people together? Do you think it would it's like an actual force? Like, do you think it's gonna be like aliens or a god? Or do you think it's just like something beyond them kind of thing. beyond yeah yeah i mean that's kind of an interesting point too because there is a bible verse that yeah yeah is it's kind really of really all, you know me i'm like based on so like are they gonna tie <laughs> yeah. in religion in some way <laughs> thank you <laughs> what do you think b toms i really don't know part of me even thinks that they might not even address like the actual force that caused it to happen Ever. Again, in the series, it might it just, just have been be like, like an anomaly we found out that was just kind of like a kickstarter to all the events of the series. Mm. But like in the embroidered pillow, did it use the word God like it is referencing the biblical sense of the Romans eight to eight? Because it totally could be like a supernatural God entity. Uh, mm. I don't think it did. I think it just said Romans eight to eight, which just okay. confirmed that it was a Bible verse. But you do have the church scene where she is reading the Bible. Very true. I wasn't even thinking about that religious aspect. So that's got me thinking that it's something like uh, like an actual being of some sort is doing this interesting but i don't know why they would then then you have to ask the question why would they do that like what does that like are like they we get the reference that they're all getting second chances like are they getting it because they're all like it just was a coincidence that all 191 passengers on that plane were like 
living terrible lives and this was God's way to just be like do over. I think that's not the coincidence. I think the fact that those specific people got on that plane was not a coincidence either. Okay. You know, that's yeah. a, okay. Yeah. There you go. So that's also one of the elements that I think is a good comparison to Lost is how all these people kind of already we can see their stories are interwoven even before they step foot right, on I mean, the plane. Look at Sanvi and Cal. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And they give each other a look like, yeah, what up? Yeah, Cal gave us a Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, a soft he was smile. Acknowledging, like, thank you. They're like seat 14B. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to talk about the plane. So when they my brain kind of did like a really fast paced thing and then I corrected myself. But when the people investigating the plane were kind of like, we just checked, there's not a single trace of anything from within those mm-hmm. years on. I was like, how can they trace time? And then I was like, oh, they mean literally like there's no iPhone X on the plane. Right. There's like, no there book no, that was like, published in a bag of chips that like expires. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was cool. like, I'm dumb as shit. It was a very, it was a very literal. Reference. I was like, they're taking DNA and they're like, this is DNA from 2013. I'm glad you brought that up though, because I did like the aspect uh, from like the sci-fi side of it that they were all wearing like, uh, what they call hazard suits basically like those biohazard suits because Mm -hmm. if something like that did happen and like what are the like plasma that could be emitting off this yeah that could just Just give you cancer anything about anything so i like how yeah so i like how they came prepared even though it was just an unknowable situation yeah which also kind of backs up ben when he was like i don't want to tell anyone that i'm hearing voices like i don't want to be a science experiment yeah oh i was so yeah that was memo was watching with me and when he said that um the first time when the uh him and michaela are talking and he's like you sound crazy like don't say anything to anyone they'll throw you into a psych where i was like what a dick yeah. like what yeah. a straight yeah. up dick and then when you see him at the fence i'm he's like scared yeah. yeah i was like oh my god that makes like, sense because he's feeling so. yeah he's like, feeling the same way of course this just happened the government like i don't know i would feel the same way i'd be he like, was bringing up is, some good points this is like silent like you know, it's so funny. I, I immediately me. hated the people doing the insp- the the yeah, experiments the and the, whatever the FBI. I'm like, leave it alone as if a fucking plane skipping five years isn't insane. And you'd have yeah. to like yeah. inspect yeah. every ounce of it. And I was like, leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but fine. like when you think about it, like the CIA, the FBI, they'd be all yeah. over it before it before it even reached us. Yeah. He was like, you think they're going to let us go? You think the FBI isn't just tracking every single fucking thing we're doing? All 191 of us. That's sick. Yeah. That's really the only one that brought that up too. And this pilot really focused on the smaller scale of just introducing us to the characters. But like, yeah, the US government would be all over this. The FBI is going to be involved with this story going forward. Yeah, I loved too that when you hear the voices of Seth and Free, we just automatically assume she's talking about the dogs. Yep. That was that just was, that, that was, was a great little like it wasn't a twist out, like it was no big deal. Yeah. And we're just like, that was interesting. Like nothing happened. And then we go back and the dogs are standing in front of the door and the set me fr- set them free is getting louder and louder. And then you see the girls and I'm just like, wow. Oh, can I guess that it, the, I knew the girls are going to be in there? Is that like OK to say? Because I definitely when, though, I didn't want when to, yeah, did I knew it once it. the dogs were there when they're saying set them free. The whole episode is about Jared trying to get find these girls. I'm like, ah, oh, they're in there. Uh, I knew they didn't mean the dogs, especially when the dogs were just like, they were no biggie. I generally, what I thought was, it was reference to set them free of the dogs because maybe they were being abused and whatever the voice is, is just telling them to save like lives that matter, like whether it's animal or human. But now we get confirmation that it's only geared to humans. It seems like, but what a crazy twist. That was amazing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was awesome. 
He knows. So, oh, no, I was kind of just going to. Oh, I was going to say, you know, it's really funny that this fucked up, crazy, like, system we have in America. I was like, that's not going to stick. Like, her finding the kids as if, like, you know what I mean? It's like she didn't have probable cause to enter that building or something. I'm like, that's not going to stick. They're going to have to return those kids to him. I was (laughs) going to just try to hit Jared with a pipe and still be in there. Exactly. Also, just piggybacking off of what we were talking about, about the dogs, when Brian and I were watching this the other day, he was like, yeah, like, why are the dogs so chill? Like, they're just they're just kicking it. Like, they're just hanging out. They're not guard dogs. They're just. Yeah, yeah they're just there. Yeah. Like, that's sus. That's that's why I thought they were being mistreated. And plus, like, you get the whole scenario of them being like at a it's like a dump almost. I mean, it's yeah. whatever the, like the building metal, is. Yeah. Metal, metal forgery place. But Yeah. I'm curious where you guys think that this is going. Like, what what do you think is going to happen? Not in terms of the voices in their heads, because we've already sort of we've already sort of covered that in terms of, you know, you thinking that everyone's going to have their own mini storylines or whatever. But where do you think we're headed as a whole? I'm having OA PTSD because I had (laughs) no idea where the OA was going to go. And I was so far off. So I think at least for Michaela, it seems like she's just going to be this crime fighting like medium who can kind of predict the future and uses that to solve crimes. Get back on the beat, as they say in the (laughs) business. Uh, Ben, I don't know. Maybe he'll get like a job at Radio Shack or something and try to like (laughs) say it's 28. If anything, if it was 2013, there'd be Radio Shacks, not 28. Well, We don't really know what Ben did, but we do know that she said, don't try to diagnose me. Oh, true. Yeah, she did say that. Maybe he's a therapist or something. Well, this could be a pretty handy ability for dealing with patients, patients. if he's a therapist. Yeah. Uh, Sanvi, she could also put this to use. I think there's a lot of people with good intentions that definitely are on that plane. Yeah, I think it's just going to be following them kind of more on a individual basis. But they also alluded to the fact that Michaela said something like we were only just getting to know each other and pretty soon we'd know each other better than anybody else in the world. So I guess they are just going to continue to interweave. For me, I think um, there's what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I guess, that there doesn't appear to be the only conflict to me that we like really need to figure out what would drive the show is knowing what happened in that turbulence and that storm, because you can create a show with these people wanting like that are have the ability to save humans, but you don't really have content out of that. That's not, there's no like problems there as of right now. Like that's just a good thing that can happen and you can save people. So for me, the only thing that really can become an issue is either the powers or the actual storm that they got teleported into. What about the FBI? Um, I think they're just going to be a bunch of dicks the whole time. I really don't. I just don't, I just see them being okay. They are a quote unquote, conflict in the sense that they're just going anti what our our main cast is going to be doing i think but i think the fbi is just going to play a role in like we don't believe anything you guys say so yeah they're the big bad not i wouldn't say big bad but they're a bad for sure just because they're not going to be able they're just their weak feeble minds can't wrap their (laughs) ideas around so they're not the big bad you mean there's going to be some monster to thwart Zombies, zombies, still on the table as far as I'm concerned. Still on the table, but <laughs> the hat back on. I think Big Bad would. I can't. I don't know what would be the Big Bad. I just know that the only story we have here is whatever the storm was and the powers. Like 
them saving people isn't really a show story. There's got to be some kind of conflict. I would say there's some sort of, I agree, conflict. I'm not sure what it is, but the collective has to kind of solve, right? Yeah, I mean, if they're all there's a mystery. There's a mystery yeah. for sure. For anyone who's seen like Sense8, how they're all kind of connected. I don't know if anyone here has watched Sense8. We but started they, it. Yeah, it it's really good. There's obviously eight of them and they all are like interconnected within their like brains and everything and they can kind of like travel and stuff. It's cool. You should watch it. Yeah, maybe you cover should it. Pick that back up. I've always recommended huh. that to me. Yeah, I feel me and Luke. Like you and I think Paul does too. We could. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I agree. I think the only theory I really have is um that they're all gonna collectively have to work towards something. I don't know what that something is though. I'm just in it for the relationships always. Also, why do you think that Ben knew Michaela was at the church? Because he just he says, like, I just knew. Sense. Maybe they could have some special twin telepathy thing. Are they twins or no, just, siblings? just siblings? Sibling telepathy <laughs> thing going on. Uh, it's so tough. I don't know. Maybe there might be elements of like a hive mind to like this yeah, yeah. whole thing going on. I agree with that. Don't fully understand how to use yet. Maybe they're just like angels. I don't know. Maybe God chose them as angels because <laughs> they're all good people. I well, guess. she she said that in the church scene. She said, what if I'm like, how do you know oh, if you're um, one of the, the call? Yeah. 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 So that's Damn. what I'm thinking. Maybe something angel related. Churchy. But if we want to go around, give Churchy. these episodes a rating on it. You got episode. any more questions? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. We good. We good. We good. Just go around. But I, I do want to hear like who your favorite characters are. Sanvi. Yeah, me too. She's a killer. I like the daughter as well. Like Michaela. Olive. Or no, Olive, Olive yeah. yeah. Olive's really I like good Ben. Too, but... I think I like Ben too, to be honest. Mm, I'm sus of Ben a little bit. The really character liked... development of He's Olive judgy. is really interesting. I liked him, except for when he gaslighted Michaela. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yes, yes, I thought yes, that yes. was really messed up, even though he. But he, he had his he, reason. He did that. And then that when day. they He's were more... breaking in to the metal shop, he goes, You know, this is a felony. <laughs> she was, I'm a fucking cop. And yeah, bitch, what? That's a cop. Yeah. That was condescending. Mansplaining. I was like, bro, seriously, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to know your own sister is a, a cop, and like, she doesn't know what she's she about to do. Felony is. Yeah. So that was stupid. But Brian thought that part was harmless, though. I did think that part was harmless, <laughs> but clearly I'm the only one. Yet, so what's I'm her name? Can't run through a fucking from... crowd to see her husband who's been gone for five <laughs> yes! years. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> Coming like, from the only, <laughs> coming from the guy in the group, coming right, ladies. The yeah, such a guy. In the it's nice to have another girl in the room for once. <laughs> Michaela said that this episode. She said, oh, "What a guy," to Jared when he said, "Is it because of me?" Oh. And I thought it was. I laughed money. at that because I was, yeah, because yeah, so I was like, I probably like, what a guy. I think I would have had the same reaction as Jared too. Like, oh, is it because of me? And it's like, get over yourself a little bit. Yeah, like think about think about what I just went through, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like yeah. what? My favorite character is I think it's Sanvi, but I'm gonna go with Captain Daly just for, cool. yeah, just you, for the sake of being different. Yeah, different. I love a deep cut. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, right. So here's the part of Pitch Town where we all decide whether or whether or not we're gonna keep watching the show. What do we think? Final thoughts. But we're also gonna rate it. So we have three rating systems. We've got we're gonna one is the best one, says we're gonna binge it immediately. It's like we're good. We love it. I got to know what happens. Binge immediately Two, add it to the list. And now there's caveats that you can say, like, add it to the list. I'll get to when I get to it or add it like to the high list up high up. I just have to finish the current show I'm watching like there. We let people have some fun with it. OK, yeah. then the third one is. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> 
and you got to give your reason why you're out. So I'm nervous. Dave, want to hit it? Yeah. Uh, first one that comes to mind is add it to the list. Um, I'm just really into the show that I'm currently watching Arcane. Um, I just really want to get through that. But I I would put The Expanse high priority. Not the like, Expanse. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> ridiculous. We got to call him out, right? Context. Yeah, Tell him what you did, Dave. To prepare for this <laughs> yeah. pilot episode of Manifest. To let the people know, <laughs> to prepare for Manifest, I watched The Expanse episode one, hinting for you guys that there will be an Expanse coverage at some point. Uh, the best part but, about all of that is I got here before everyone else, and Dave and I were just chatting, and I was like, so what'd you think? And he goes, oh... You know, this part about the, the Mars explosion, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just incredible. I'm I'm thinking like the explosion at the end of the episode, because he said it was at the end of oh, the episode. True, yeah. And I'm kind of looking at him like Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what show did I you just... watch? <laughs> did you watch the right show? Yeah, and he we goes, were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The expanse, right? <laughs> Swinging a <laughs> mess. Like, no. So yeah, That's that was amazing. about that was about two hours before we started recording, and then Less. with that last hour, we got to the right episode. And I am here to sit on the throne of manifest now. But wow, that was such a terrible thing that I could. He's done. like manifest, add to the list. Now the expanse. <laughs> expanse actually was. Oh, never mind. We'll and for that, that reason, off. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, manifest. No, no, no. That that was my review. For, <laughs> no, that was for that, that was, was for expanse. Oh, okay, no, I'll add it to the list. Like I said, Arcane's really good. I think the mystery of everything that we don't know what's going on, just getting to know what is going to happen is something very interesting. And it definitely makes me feel better knowing that Netflix picked it up and it has a conclusion. Whereas for the OA, when I got into it, I was like, fuck now I'm part of the cult that just wants this to be yeah. continued. Yeah. But here it's yeah. like, there's a purpose because the show is only four seasons. It's that's not going to be that much content. I feel like, and it, I feel like it has a good potential. So add it to the list. Yeah. Um, I'll go next and I'll say uh, I'm going to binge it. Immediately. Fuck yeah. Oh. yeah. Let's go. So That's you caught me in an amazing girl. time because the shows I'm watching right now are like short, quick ones. I'm watching like Modern Love on Amazon Prime. Like I'm not Besides Wheel of Time, I'm not watching like any like full length stuff right now. And that's week to week. So I can definitely handle Manifest. Uh, what can you quickly explain? Like how many episodes per season? Three seasons currently on Netflix, correct? Yeah, I'm not sure how many episodes per season. Is it like a 22 or is it like a 12? Probably around 22 yeah. just because it was like an NBC show. Wait, but... 22 per like season. Yeah. yeah. I, forgot they, I forgot they do that. But, but I'm not. So, maybe it was, so take back what I said about it being quick, but it's still only four seasons. Right. And I would still. It is quicker. And I, the I episodes know... are 40 minutes. I just love knowing that there's an end. Like I'm not getting into something that I'm going to have to do week by week or wait a year to get to. I will be able so to So season one it. has there's 42 total episodes over three seasons. Doable. Okay, doable. Yeah, that's Very super, doable. That's super yeah. easy. That's cake. And I'm intrigued enough. I'm I'm a character girl. Like if someone is intriguing me, I'm in. And then even though I don't necessarily love Michaela, I'm definitely intrigued by her. And like you said, best eyes in the game. I don't necessarily love her yet. <laughs> I knew you were going to say yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't necessarily love her yet, which is interesting because usually it takes me like falling in love with the main character to really stick with. If I don't fall in love with the main character, usually I'm like, what is this? I'm having flashbacks to when I said that about the OA on the first episode of... And then I wanted to beat you up. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I'm not like hooked on her. Like, she's cool. Like, of course, she's the like, main how character. dare yeah. you? <laughs> but no, I, I'm on your page too. Like, Michaela, I think, has a lot of potential going for her. Agreed. But right, the first episode, she didn't stand out as like a great character. I'm still rooting for her. And yeah, I want to know more about the 
you know what? It's the accident that's really going to make or break yes, her. You know, yes, is she I, is she Riley from Midnight Mass or any of my Midnight Mass yep, people out yep. there? Or, you know, so one of the cool things, say. too, is that they really made these characters realistic to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel like all of their flaws are they're flaws could be anybody yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like it's it's just like you know there are things that you like and you don't like about each character which i personally think is really cool rather than like you know my favorite the vampire diaries where you just like you either like love someone or you hate someone and there's no middle ground yeah what are you gonna do bry okay so what do i think about manifest i i would say I would say that if Lost is like a 10 out of 10 must binge, then this is kind of like the little brother to that. Yes, that's fair. And I will give it the status of add it to the list. And I would say in the in the top 50% of that list. Yeah, he's going to be watching it. This, this week. is a good show. And I know I'm going to watch it just because of my proximity to Emma. <laughs> like It will get thrown on the TV yeah. eventually mm-hmm. and I will watch it and I will like it. It's totally a binge worthy show because I feel like if I sat down and wanted to binge this i could absolutely crush, crush it. it yeah and like you said there are characters excuse me like you said there are characters that there's a lot to like about them but also a lot to hate about them i was trashing grace earlier but to be honest she is in one of the most interesting predicaments that could come out of this five-year gap thing i think they did a really good job of just showing these are people that were in very normal circumstances before the plane and then they came back and like their lives are just completely rattled yeah they are regular people just showing the ramifications Mm -hmm. of what could have happened to like you or me you know if this (laughs) happened to me my favorite thing right now is that i'm i'm looking over onto brian's notes and he just has a bullet of grace sucks lol (laughs) (laughs) i do that too i put lol and haha to the end of my notes too there's a period after the LOL yeah. too. I do smiley faces too. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it light, keep it fun. They're my notes, you know. <laughs> I like seeing past me in my notes and be like, that same. Was so funny. All right. So this is a little bit off topic. Um, but I just have one final question for the three of you. Um, Kathleen, I sent you this earlier today. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm gonna ask you about a different show. All right. So let's say you're sitting at a table yeah. and you have five pills in front of you. You have a blue pill, a red pill, a pink pill, a black pill, and a green pill. We're talking about the magicians in, sure. this, in this instance. But um, for the listeners, think about your favorite show. Yeah. Your favorite show of all time. Any show. Mm-hmm. Favorite show. I know that the magicians is a favorite of the Bingetown crew. Yes. So the blue pill means that uh, the show will be renewed for five more seasons. The red pill means that you can bring back a character that left the show. The pink pill means that you can meet your favorite cast member, which you guys basically already did. Yeah. Shout out Rick Worthy. We love you. <laughs> uh, the black pill means that you can forget all of the episodes so you can watch it again for the first time. And the green pill means that you get stuck in the universe of the TV show for one day. Which would you choose? And this is for the magicians. All right. So yeah, we'll do it for the magicians. We already you guys did don't this. Know manifest quite quite enough. So I know my answer, but you know what another fun exercise would be is to write down a show for each one. You know what I mean? Being like, oh, okay, for this yeah. universe, I want to go to Game of Thrones. I want to go to the Game of Thrones universe. That'd be psycho, but yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so, so bad. I'm gonna choose five more seasons 
with the caveat that I would choose drop me in the universe, but that doesn't mean you could be dropped off in fucking right. Utah for all I know. You yeah. got to guarantee I'm going to Fillory or I'm on break bills. Kansas. You're going to Fillory during the good Fillory. Yes. Season. With magic, opium in the air. Just fuck me up. Peaches and plums, motherfucker. Yes. I was going to say get Precisely. stuck in the universe for the TV show for one day, but then I'd realize coming back to reality would be the worst fuck off heart, thing in the world. So I'm not going to pick that. I'm going to say five more seasons a lot. Like if it's a three i might be steering there but i'll say forget all the episodes because i feel like just i remember me just watching yeah. magicians for the first time in my room and just i would have work at eight and be up till three watching the magicians like that was just such a great point in my <laughs> life so what great, if you could yeah. get dropped in the universe in the episode where fog and katie go to that like wonked out just like drug uh, world? Yeah. Yeah. As long as there's no long I where Fog as, got stuck there. Ethereal realm? Yes. Yeah. As long as there's no long-term nice. brain damage that's coming to me, <laughs> like I would absolutely Katie's do fine. that. Yeah. As long as there's <laughs> nothing wrong with me that come from that, then yeah, I'm good. I'll do Socks that. everywhere. I'll do that. Yeah. Ryan. For the magicians, uh, see now, I would say bring back a character that left the show. If I could also bring it back for five more seasons, because he died so late in the game. Uh, but go ahead. What are you picking? Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I would say bring that show back for five more seasons because they ended it. They got to new Fillory. I would have loved to see where they would have taken it. Yeah, yeah, but we've been going at this for a while now. That is the pilot coverage of Manifest. Emma, thank you so much for stopping Thanks, by. Emma. Thanks, Thanks Emma. Thanks, Emma. I think other significant others can come on now. She I put all set so. a good precedent. We're not going to break up, right? I don't yeah. think so. You we'll, shouldn't. We'll talk in the car, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. I'm in for it. Yeah. <laughs> As always, if you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Visit us on BingetownTV.com and subscribe to our show on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening. Woo! Set them free! Set them free! Set them free! Set them free! Manifest! Zombies! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 